Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, would you please welcome your hosts for the next episode of the City Sausage Podcast. It's Mike Squeaky McLean and Nige Wingman Lucas. Thank you very much indeed, Ernie. Um, Ernie, before you go... What did you think of the first podcast? Did you have a chance to listen to it? How do you think it went? Well, Mike and Nides, that was a brilliant podcast. I'm going to give it six out of ten. Okay, we'll have to work on that, Mike. Well, you will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> listen, can My I just... were fine. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, R- Ernie. Listen, cheers, Ernie. Can I just say as well, first of all, thanks so much to every single one of you uh, that downloaded and subscribed to our first City Sausage podcast. We really, really appreciate it. If you could do us the favour of rating uh, and maybe writing a review, every little helps us at this early stage. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It does. And uh, we're, we're going to be here till the end of the season. Listen, let's just have a little chat, you and I, Nige. Um, so far this season, beat Liverpool. Yep. All right, it was on penalties, but a good game. Good yeah, it game. was. Good game. Charity Shield in the bag. Yep. There you go. So we're retaining that. Back-to-back Charity Shields. Uh, then we went to West Ham. Uh, obviously, I... I thought it was going to be three points, and it was a three points. Nice win. It was not only that; it was the football we played. It was it was amazing. It was it was great, and it's just it's just ace to have the season back in it, Mike. August seventeenth, Man City versus Spurs. It's the first home game of the season, uh, and it's going to be great because we've got new players that are going to be playing. Uh, Cancelo, he hopefully he'll be starting today. Uh, Rodri, Rodri. I think Rodri's definitely going to start uh, against Tottenham. It'd be uh, it'd be good to see Cancelo. I think he's more of a pet player, to be honest with you. And I can see the difference between him and Walker. We got two quality right backs now. Uh, both of them a little bit different than each other. But I, I can't wait to see Cancelo and and Bernardo Silva linking up on that right hand side. I don't know about you, but I've never been more excited uh, for a season to start. Really? No, I know. I mean, you just it just gets better and better every season. And and on August the 17th as well, which you know that day. First home game of the season, yeah, love it. Right, um, here we go. This is what's coming up in today's City Sausage podcast. Yeah, we're going to be catching up with Brian Kidd, giving him a call. And we talk to Mr X, our insider at United. All the gossip from the world of football, that's going to be good. Popping in for a chat and a brew is former kit man Les Chapman and blue singer and star Anthony Costa, because he's a big Spurs fan. Have we got any milk? Oh no, did you not get any? Got no milk. Ran out again. Unbelievable. Uh, voice of God, Alex Kirkley, is going to be on hand to give us some facts about the City versus Spurs. And we send work experience by state onto the streets to get to the bottom of the question that needs answering Champions League or another Premiership. And today is my birthday. Yeah, and we chat to Pablo Zabaleta. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a great show. Absolutely packed. Night, night. Today is August the 17th. I know what day it is. You do? Yeah, yeah. It's the first home game of the season. Give up. What? Nothing. Just carry on with the show. Okay. Nige, it's time to slow things down as we've had an email. Hit the sad button. Here we go. Dear Mike and Nige, before I start, I just want to say how much I love the First City Sausage podcast. Brown nose. Very. The reason for my email is that I've been supporting Man City now for over 25 years. Long time. Yeah, long time, yeah. I married Greg, my childhood sweetheart, when we were both 14. Aww. Aww. My family went mad because he supports Liverpool. And he's my cousin. Recently, Greg had a nasty accident at work whilst battering his sausage. A little bit of oil got onto his skin and he's had to wear a plaster on his finger. He's been on the sick now for 28 months. I would like to cheer him up. Is there any chance of getting two free tickets for the next home game? Nah. Email us, contact at citysausage.com. The other night, Nigel and I um, 
we were both sat at home having a nice cup of tea watching well we were watching our favourite programme weren't we come down with me love that show don't we we, we should do it here at the no flat no chance no chance I don't want anybody coming in and messing this beautiful flat up having a route through our drawers and exactly, stuff exactly exactly yeah, you're right and Nigel and I nearly got into a big argument didn't we it, it, we nearly we nearly did didn't we I was nearly on the couch he was now Nigel thinks it's important to win the premiership again don't you Nigel I just think if we can win it again and make it a hat trick it really stamps our domestic authority. It does. But I think, for me, the one thing that City want, if I'm right, is the Champions League. And I think we were so close last year. Is that because it's the only one we've not won? What's your reason? For me, it, the dominance over Europe would be better than Madrid, better than Barcelona, better than Juventus, better than anybody. And I just think it's that one trophy that would be just look great in our in our. Museum. Well, a lot of people out there have been asking the same question. So we thought we'd finally settle it. And we did a little bit of a poll um, yep. on Twitter at City Sausage. If you got involved with this, thank you very much. Uh, and here are the results, Mike. Right, here we go. 19% of people wanted to win the Champions League if 19. they had the choice. Just 19%. And a massive 81% of City fans want the Premier League. See, now I am shocked. I'm completely shocked. And I didn't think that was a great, for me, a great scientific experiment. So we sent our works experience boy, uh, Steve, out onto the streets of Manchester to ask the City fans the questions that we can't because we're in the studio. He should be there now. He's in Manchester. Steve, are you there? Hello. Uh, whereabouts are you, Steve? I am just um, on Deansgate at the minute. All right, good luck. Well, uh, first of all, introduce yourself. This is Steve, your works experience boy. Steve, a massive City fan, aren't you? I am. I am. Big blue. Good luck. Listen, we've been talking about, Nigel and I have been talking about um, the Premier League or the Champions League. In your eyes, what do you think, honestly, is important this season? Uh, I'd say the Premier League's more important to win every year than right. the Champions because what? it's just a, it's every day, it's every week, and you got to be there every week to win that. You don't think the Champions League is that one trophy? Yeah, that we got? but it's there's a lot of luck involved in winning that. I mean, Liverpool won it, and that was lucky, wasn't it? I tell you what, it talks a lot of sense, Steve, doesn't it? Knowledge of football is outstanding. It really does. So, Steve, we, uh, what have you? What have the people been like? How have you been approaching them? What's your What's your approach to the public? My approach is the short and sweet. Just pop up in front of them and get the question in before they can move away. Right, <laughs> okay, so so a little bit aggressive, Steve, maybe. Well, with a cheeky smile, so they love it. Right, okay. Right, fair enough. So listen, you've been asking the big the big question, which is Champions League or Premiership? And and what did the people have to say? Well, it's been a bit of a mixed bag, but here are some of the interviews. The league all day long, because it's the league, it's more important than the Champions League. 38 games over a season, it's more important than the Champions League always. Champions League, because uh, it'll be the first time winning it, and also it's against um, not so good teams like... Real Madrid, Juventus and Barcelona. Uh, Champions League, because it's all the best teams in the world qualify. Because it's, it's everyone at the top of the league, so it'll be brilliant to be the best in the world. Champions League, we've never done it. Well, I'll stick with Prem. The Champions League. Premiership, just more exciting, isn't it, week by week? Champions League, never done it. And there you go, lads. That is the view of the City fans on the street. Yeah. Thank you very okay. much, Dave. Great work. Listen, just do another three days. Really conduct this interview so it's, you know, it's been proven. Thorough. Thorough, yeah, that's right.
Three days? You're joking, mate. I've already asked everyone I can see. Whoa, Steve, do you want people to know that little secret of yours? Keep right. that secret between us. Right, yeah, well, there okay, you go. Carry okay, on. So That's yeah. Steve for you there. Three more days yeah, then, right. Steve. We'll see Bye. you soon, yeah? Where are you going now? Because you sound like you're on an escalator. I'm just off uh, up the escalator for the KFC in Market Street, either that or the Nando's. <laughs> okay, you're <laughs> right. He likes his chicken, <laughs> he doesn't he, Steve? You, all right, Paul, you enjoy your gravy and your secret's safe with us. Take it easy, Steve. We'll see you on the next one. Give us a little rendition of Blue Moon, Steve. Blue Moon. <laughs> Cheers, Steve. You Have a good day. There you go, Nigel. Nice. Cheers, Cheers, Steve. Out, no, leave it, but you're brilliant. <laughs> Cheers, Steve. <laughs> see you later, mate. <laughs> see you later. See you later. <laughs> I tell you, we've not spoken to for a while, Nigel. Brian Kidd. Yep. Brian Kidd. Give me a ring. Right, okay. So it's the first time you listen to the podcast. Brian Kidd is Nigel's hero. He just absolutely loves him. And so we thought it would be a good idea to see if we can get some inside gossip because he's obviously working closely with Pat. It's ringing. It's ringing. Here we go. Here we go. I hope they're in. He'll be in. Right, you speak to him again, yeah? Hello? Hi, it's Mike and Nigel from the City Sausage podcast. Oh, hello. Hello. Is Brian around? Brian? Yeah. Hang on, I'll see. Hang on. Brian? 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 What is it? It's fun! I'm so sorry, love. I had to nip out to B&M to get some silver polish for Pep to polish the Charity Shield, the League Cup, the FA Cup, the Premiership and Pep's head. He's really busy and overworked. Ta-da! Now, obviously, the big game is City versus Spurs and there are lots and lots of facts about this particular game. I don't know much about this game, do you? One, Not at all, but one person who does is the voice of God. It's the Etihad Stadium announcer, Alex Kirkley. Welcome back to City Sausage. Thank you so much for having me back, guys. It's uh, lovely to have survived the call me back in for episode two. Well, as as we said to your probation officer in a meeting on Friday, you keep delivering the facts, Al. You'll always be welcome on this show. Yeah, listen, what have you got for us for the Spurs game, Al? So, live from outside Home Bargains in St. Helens. Oh, uh, class. Amazing. Class. What facts have you got for us about the game today? Um, so, only one of the last 17 games between the two teams in the Premier League has ended in a draw. Right. With City winning 12 of these clashes. Both teams have scored in 12 of the last 16 Premier League head-to-heads with a total of 61 goals being netted in this run. That's an average of almost four goals per game. Mike, I know it's your birthday. I know you like goals going in. Thank you. So you're in for a treat, I think. Thank you, Alex. I'm glad somebody remembered. There you go. Anything else for us, Al? Pep Guardiola is unbeaten in his last five home league games against teams led by Pochettino. So he's won five, drawn one, and that extends back to his time in charge of Barcelona when Pochettino was in charge of Espanyol. Good fact. Very good. He's solid. Good in it. Solid. He's solid. on form today. You're, You're on fire, fire, mate. You're on fire. Very yeah. good. Much better than last time. Oh, he was terrible last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. What else have we got? Now, Aguero has scored 10 Premier League goals against Spurs. Can you name, lads, the only team he has netted more against in the league? And he's got a bird related answer. Uh, I. I was going to say Brighton, but they haven't, they haven't got a bird, have they? Brighton. No. Not, uh, not yeah, they're the Seagulls, mate. They seagulls. are the Seagulls, mate. Seagulls. Was, it, was, it, was, it, was it Brighton? I think correct, Michael. That, that leaves the Canaries. 
and the magpies. He's just Googling it. <laughs> He's just Googling now, Alex. Just... I'm, I'm going to go Newcastle, Al. Newcastle United. Yes. Guys, you are correct. Get in. It does help well, when you've got sir. super fast broadband, if I'm honest, Alex. <laughs> Listen, that's just knowledge, Al. Listen, I've got one for you, actually. Uh, back in 03-04, the 03-04 season, in the FA Cup yes. fourth-round replay, uh, City famously uh, obviously came back from three goals down. It was an incredible game, one yep. of the best ever comebacks. Uh, in injury time, John Mackham scored the fourth and City won 4-3. Uh, the yeah. question, Alex. What size boots did John Macken wear and what maker boots did he wear on that game? John Macken, he is a size nine and he favours Deodora. No, you were so close. He's actually a size really? 10. It's the Adidas Predators. There you go, Alex. So, again, right. Alex, you've got to get Sorry, your facts. Mike. You've got to get your facts. You've got mm. to get, you know... Mike, you... You're the man with the celebrity connections. How yeah. can I uh, contest that? Well, I, I only know because Kevin Orlock told me, so, you know... Inside uh, knowledge. Inside knowledge, you know. And... Hey, I watched this game at your house, Nigel, your mum and dad's house. Do you remember your mum going nuts? Yeah, I do really remember. Down. It was crazy. It was... Uh, it was I remember the time. Yeah, it was just before I'd moved in with Mike, actually. <laughs> You lived with Alex? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I lived at my mum's. Oh, and Al, Al used to pop round on his moped. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great fact. Evil Knievel used to call me. <laughs> I can see why. Give us, give, Finish off with a strong fact, Alex. What have you got for us? So it's not just football statistics that we're interested in here on this podcast. I've had a chat with some of the catering managers at the club. Good about, call. Uh, food consumption on the day. And the, the managers there tell me this particular fixture, City Spurs, sells... The most bestow gravy on a single match day. And I tell you for why, lads. Coach loads of Londoners are that keen to sample what it tastes like on their chips for the very first time. They have been missing out. There you oh, go. Great you know, fact. that is, do you know what? That is, in the two shows that you've been on, that's the best fact that you've delivered. Yeah, listen, we'll, we'll end it there, Al. Why not? Yeah, absolutely you brilliant. You can't stop that. You can't. Listen, um, go back into Home Depot or Home, wherever you are. Yeah. And, and remember, what your probation officer said. Just look, don't touch. It stops you from putting things in your bag. And obviously, a lot of them are tagged, so the alarm will go off if you leave without paying. Exactly. Listen, Al, and don't forget as well, if you could just pick us up some uh, fairy liquid as well for the pots, that'd be great. Cheers, yeah. buddy. Stick it on my list, lad. Was that the phone ringing, Nigel? Can't hear anything. It's a special effect button that says phone. Is that the phone ringing, Nigel? Oh, yeah, I think it might be. Let's see who it is. Hello? Is Pablo Zabaleta? What does he say? He's just at Nutsford Services, getting a pasty, and he'll be with us very soon. Brilliant. Excellent. Right, well, before he gets here, it's time now to chat to Mr X and find out what is going on in the world of football. Yeah, Mr X knows everything there is to know about the world of football, and he's also our inside man over at United. Of course, he can't be named, but he can give us all the gossip that's going on on the dark side of town. That's right. Hello, Nige. Mr X here. Hello, Mr. X. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good, good. I've got some inside gossip for you if you're interested. Yes, please, yes. Right, well, first up, Everton Football Club. They're known as the Toffees. Yeah. Uh, Bill Kenwright is going to change the name to the Sweets. He thinks it just flows a lot better. Okay. Which is nice. Right. Uh, 
Now, I know there's a lot of uh, interest in the paper about United and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and what she's doing. Well, they've got a new policy at United. It's not being released. I've just got this information today. Okay, what's that? What's the what's the new policy? Well, what they're going to do is, you know, these academy players that don't quite make it. Right. They're going to sell them to clubs in Spain and Italy, and then they're going to buy them back for like 80 to 90 million pounds. Now, if they're no good, then they're going to sell them again for forty million, but add an add-on clause so they get a bit of money back. It's very clever early when you very, think about it. Very clever, yeah. Very modern way of doing things there, yeah, United. Yeah, yeah. While you're on, Mister X, we heard that David Moyes uh, was offered the opportunity to buy Harry Maguire for four million back in 2013 from Sheffield United. Abs- Is that true? Absolutely correct, there, Nigel. And why didn't he do that? Why right. did the club back him? Well, I'll explain. The club didn't back David Moyes because, as you know, Manchester United. The biggest club in the world so they wanted to uh, they offered four million for him now united are not going to pay four million because of the biggest club so they want to play big money right. so they waited they're not stupid united they waited for a few years and then paid 80 million pound for him very clever when you think about it so you know 80 million pound for a player that's you know i'm, I'm going to be honest with you i don't think he's that fast i've seen milk turn quicker if i'm honest okay. now, you know what i mean um he's a slow he's a slow sense half, but you know they paid 80 million pound for him you know they're a big club they pay big money they pay big wages that's what United do and that's what they're known for so you know that's what they want to do listen I'll have more information more gossip for you inside gossip when I've got it but that is what's happening at United at the moment they're happy they're happy with Ollie in fact they've extended his contract by a week some people say he's going to be gone by Christmas but I'll be surprised if he's there for bonfire night, if I'm honest. Right, well, Mr X, thank you very much. Our inside man at United, Mr X, thank you, knows everything about football. We'll see you next time. Yeah, take care. All the best with the podcast. Love it, love it. Cheers, Mr X. Ta-da. £80 million for Harry Maguire. That is a lot of money. Ridiculous cash. So we decided to ring a top football agent who knows everything there is to know about footballers and money and he's on the line now good morning mr widest boyus morning son morning morning, morning. Good, good to have you on city sausage thanks for joining us no it's a pleasure absolute pleasure listen what is going on in the world of football now 80 million pound from harry Maguire Crazy. to manchester united what are your thoughts on it being a, a you know a legitimate football agent well you, you got you got to concede it's a lot of money it is a lot of money whichever way you look And the one thing that establishes from this is that Manchester United 100% have got a lot of money. But what's even more important now is that Maguire's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money out of it. And and in football, clubs have a lot of money. Right, yeah. You know, and when you look at the whole international scene across Germany and you look across Belgium and Holland and France, you know, the big clubs – They've all got one thing in common. What is that? They've all got a lot of money. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, the whole business just revolves around money. I mean, you think about it. It's not just players, you know, when they get sold, make a lot of money and clubs make a lot of money. But they even sell programs and food at football matches and it makes money. Whichever way you look, it's all about the money. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got a point. Oh, there, he has, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anything else? Well, I mean, the only thing I'd say is, I mean, Maguire's got a lot of money now, yeah. right? I mean, when you look at it, I mean, Man City's got a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, but I mean, but at the end of the day, 
It's just all about the money. The only thing that nobody's taken into account at Man U, right. and I'm, I'll be really surprised, really surprised if Ollie doesn't pick up on it, that Maguire, with all that money, is going to weigh his pockets down. He ain't going to be able to run as fast. Yeah, That's true. true. Very, Very true. true. You know, yeah. It's going to slow him right down with all that money. Yeah. So, you know, I really think they should have thought twice before spending that money. I yeah. mean, it is a lot of money. It's a lot of money, whichever way you look at it. It's what? a lot of dosh. Wise words there. Talks a lot of sense. Well, listen, if you don't mind, I, I mean, as much as I'm, I'm enjoying talking to you lads, I can't hang around anymore. I've got to go because, you know, time is money. I'm losing money, you know, talking to you. So I'm going to have to shoot off, but thanks anyway. Yeah, well, thank you very much indeed. Is that the door? I think it's the lads. Hello? Just come in. All come right, up. chaps, yeah, in you come. Just up the stairs, boys. First on the right. In you come. Come on, upstairs. Squeaks, mate. Absolutely pen and inks in here, son. What have you been doing? So, yeah, he's just... What's going a, on? Yeah, he just does, does smell a bit. Sorry about that. Have you got a maid or a bottler? <laughs> we're not quite <laughs> at that level that you are at, chappy, you know, but we're, we're looking into right. one. We've got a cleaner next door, Joan, but she only comes once every two months. It like you, oh, chappy. Oh, she? <laughs> I bet she loves that, mate, doesn't she? <laughs> she loves it. Uh, listen, Andy Costa, uh, obviously famous for blue, and Les Chapman, one of the nicest kit men I've ever known, uh, and, and we're, we're been at City for years. Welcome to the show. First of all, thank you. Uh, and uh, let's talk about that. Get rid of the elephant in the room. Champions League. You took our spot. How disappointed were you? And and when you were watching that game, at what point did you think I wish City had um, beaten us and battered Liverpool? It was one of them games. It had everything, didn't it? VAR penalties, no penalties. Save. I was I was obviously ecstatic that we beat you. Um, but I know, I know. I got the text. I like it. And um, but. You know, unfortunately, we're not we're not winners. We're not born winners, unfortunately. And you know, we can get to these finals and get a Champions League places and all that. But for me, it's all about winning trophies. You know, I'm old school. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I, I don't remember the '81 FA Cup final because I was born a month after. But you know, Ricky Villa tore you boys apart. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and from that, that it's been installed in me that, that Spurs are, are were a good cup side. And since I've been alive, you know, we've won uh, UEFA Cup. And two FA Cups and, and and two League Cups so it's not really something to shout and scream about Do you think that if you hadn't have been born Spurs would have won more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably I always blame the old man and my, I always blame the old man and my family I'm like why don't we support another team it's like well we're Spurs aren't we, we you know, it's embedded in us Chappie you saw that final and you've been to many a final with a team what is it like when you're at a final with the lads what goes on behind those scenes you try to keep it the same as all the rest of the games and well i did as far as i was concerned from a kit man's point of view i tried to treat it as though it was every other game obviously there's that added bit of excitement but and and uh, then the euphoria afterwards when the champagne's flowing and everybody's buzzing in the dressing room and up to this and that when it's uh, it's a great feeling. Well, we've had a few of them, haven't we, in recent years? Who's been your favourite? Because you've worked under some great managers. Who's, your, who's been your favourite that you've worked under? Who's the standout? There's only a few that I haven't really liked. Uh, Peter Higg was great. Joe Roy was great. Brian Horton. Sven, of course. Sven was different class. <laughs> he was uh, a more okay. charming man. Could go in a restaurant in Manchester. Hans Back, his assistant, told me this. They'd go in a restaurant in Manchester, it'd be empty in 10 minutes, it'd be packed. Yeah, I can no. imagine. Anthony, today's a big game, City versus Spurs. Yeah. I mean, what what are your thoughts? What what do you think? Um, well, it's just, again, you know, when we play you boys, we seem to turn up. Do you know what I mean? And, and seem to want it. So, you know, obviously I want us to beat you, but it, it's just what happens on the day. 
you know, we can go on and go to Champions League finals, but then a week later lose to Burnley. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's no consistency there. Do you know what I mean? You've had a good window though this year, to be fair, uh, Anthony. Well, you've, you've signed, you've signed, yeah. made some great signings. Yeah, I mean, and Dombele looks good. You know, looks looks powerful, looks class. Um, it worries me though that no one else was in for him. That's the thing. I know he's a good player. I'm not saying he's not, but it's one of them things that... Why has nobody always, else bought him? Got you him always want that thing of getting one over, say, one over the Woolwich, do you know what I mean? Or one over the Chelsea and stuff, do you know what I mean? So yeah. The thing is, last year in the Champions of, League, he, he performed against some big teams. Oh, yeah. He's a big player, so hopefully he'll be able to go in the dressing room once the Champions League starts and G the boys up a little bit. He reminds me a bit like Papa Boppa Diop. <laughs> oh, what was his name? Papa Boppa Diop. What was his <laughs> the name, wardrobe, the, the wardrobe. The wardrobe. Papa Boppa Diop. What was his name, <laughs> Chappie? Fulham. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit like him. Do you remember him, Chappie? Who? Papa Dopper, <laughs> that guy. The wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. Papa, Papa Doppelus. <laughs> yeah, he was, was a beast. He was a beast. Uh, Anthony, you always, for me, Spurs, you always start off well, you, you do well. Yeah. And towards the end of the season, you sort of tail off a bit, don't you? Yeah, all the time. Um, it's always a business end of the season, really, Mick. It's, it's, it's sort of like March time. We sort of start tailing off and players getting tired and, and, and this and that. And, you know, as a fan, it, you just want that last push. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Christmas time, we do all right. I know it's the it's the busiest time of the, of the year for, for football. So for some reason, we always seem to do all right. It's just always the March time. You know, if if you're through to the FA Cup quarters or whatever, and League Cup finals or the League Cup semis, you sort of start tailing off a little bit. So hopefully this year, you know, we've learnt from our mistakes, and Potter's going to get the boys going, man. I just I just want a trophy, boys. That's all I want. I know you do, anyway. and we feel your pain. If I'm really yeah, honest, I bet you do. Yeah, mate. Yeah, of course you do. Chappy, what is it like for you as a kit man on match days? What, what, talk us through your day. Pretty routine, really. I mean, you just get all the kits out the day before, all the boots ready, everything, every item of clothing that they could possibly need is there, ready for them, and a million spurs, of course, if there isn't. And, and then you just wait for the players to arrive, and then the banter starts. I remember I, when I did it, it was like, as soon as Kolarov got in, coffee chappy, so I had to produce a coffee for him. And all these players have different different little idiosyncrasies, and you you get to learn them over the years, so everything just comes pretty naturally in the who's, end. Yeah. Chappy, who's the nicest footballer? Somebody asked me this question the other day. Somebody asked me the question, is there any player that you really detested? And I can honestly say there isn't really there are Is different there? degrees in characters of course and some are fantastic and some aren't i've been on i mean i've been on holiday with some of antoine sibierski on on christmas eve i dressed up as santa claus and drove from saddleworth where i lived to hail barnes and i was santa claus for his kids oh brilliant Amazing. Wow. Um, do, you, do you know what as well you were there with balotelli i mean that man was an absolute character what was he like in the dressing room chappy Balotelli, uh, well, the the two lockers on either side of Mario's were empty because they were frightened of changing next to him. He was the most <laughs> unpredictable man you could ever wish to meet. But he wasn't stupid. He was a very bright lad, yeah. uh, but incredibly unpredictable. I used to do tours of the training ground, and the week after Mario had left, I took this party into the dressing room, opened his locker door. I said, this is Mario's locker, and about 30 parking tickets fell out. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And, uh, Amazing. And a wage slip. <laughs> oh, right. wow. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be fined by the club that month a hundred grand. Oh my wow. god! Plenty left on the bottom line, like you know. But yeah, still did all right. He wants shot for the big shop. Andy, what are your thoughts on Gareth Bale coming back to Spurs? Because I mean, he's doing nothing at Madrid now apart from playing golf. His handicap's down to scratch. 
Would you like yeah. him? Would you like him back at the new White Hart Lane? I, I, I'd snap him up all day long. I think to the young players now coming through, if if Bale was sat there in, his, in your dressing room, it just automatically lifts your game, doesn't it? It breathes winner. It breathes. Yeah. I've been there, done it. I come from Southampton. I'm a Welsh boy. Went to Southampton. Went to Spurs. Done what I had to do. Went to Madrid. Come back and I've won, you know, Champions Leagues and Championships. And everything. If I was sitting in the dressing room, I'd want to perform it week in, week out. Chappie, you you've been at City. You've been at City for a long, long time, and and now you do all the stuff, uh, Facebook and stuff like that. You must have a bag full of stories. What would you say was if you had to give us the top three stories? What would they be? Top three stories. I can rem- actually I can remember a classic match involving Tottenham Cup game. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Keegan was the manager. Yeah, I don't even want coming to in that. at half time. Yeah, three nil down. Yeah, Amelka had gone off injured. Joy Barton was sent off on half time. We've got in the dressing room. Keegan, bless him, usually really good talker, stuck for words, couldn't speak, dumbstruck. Really. Fortunately, his his old wise assistant Arthur Cox took over and delivered what turned out to be a remarkable team oh, talk because we ended up winning the game 4-3 which yeah. um, is unbelievable what was it like when, when when the players got back into the dressing room after that comeback the euphoric emotion took over the disbelief I think yeah I mean it was a, an absolutely remarkable comeback 10 men down at Tottenham and we'd never really had a great record at Tottenham they always caused us problems to come back from 3-0 down with a man sent off Top striker, gone off injured. It's just uh, remarkable. Incredible 45 minutes. I think it was John Macken got the winner. Yeah, he did, yeah. But it was, yeah, remarkable scenes in the dressing room. Everybody high-fiving and laughing and joking and usual when you've had a remarkable victory. It just shows you what can happen in football. It's the most, it's the weirdest game and it's just, you know, you talk about the Aguero moments and things like that. It's just unbelievable things that happen. But we wouldn't swap it, would we, lads? Well, not not for billiards or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, let's just talk about your stadium quickly before we go. You've got an amazing stadium. Oh, thanks, mate. I bet you're gutted, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a lovely stadium bad. we've got no trophies yeah, to prove it I mean, mate. Our trophy what, how is it bad <laughs> we've yeah, got yeah. spider webs and everything I mean what would you rather have a great stadium with no trophy or a decent stadium with loads of trophies I, mean, I would have a decent stadium with trophies <laughs> all day long mate all day long back to back everything <laughs> yeah exactly uh, listen before we go we're just going to ask you two more questions before we go, go. first of all Andy, what would you rather have if you were in our shoes? Another Premier League title or the Champions League? It'd be Champions League, wouldn't it? See, see, that's what I said. Chappie, what do you think is important for City? Another... Very much the Premier League, but I, it's always in the back of the minds, I think the Champions League is the one, well, it's the one goal they haven't achieved yet, and I think they'll persevere and persevere and they're so determined to win that Champions League if it was me I'd go for second in the Premier League this season and win the Champions League See, would you that. rather have United win the Premier League and you boys win the Champions League United have got I'd no- rather emigrate to the, the <laughs> northernmost <laughs> part answer. of Norway good answer good live answer. in an igloo with no clothes on <laughs> uh, listen, boys. I think that pretty much nails it there uh, listen, uh, the answer is no. <laughs> and listen, before you go, Nigel's got a question each for you. What is Nigel? Yeah, listen, everybody who comes on the City Sausage, we always ask them uh, y- your favourite sausage. So we'll start with you, Chappie. What's your favourite sausage? Pork and apple. Oh, he's Good a choice. connoisseur of a sausage, isn't Good he? Choice. What about you, Ant? It's got to be the Cumberland, isn't it? The oh. Cumberland. 
Oh, let's go. Oh, Popular choice. Listen, yeah. uh, listen, lads. Thank you for coming on the show. You've been absolutely brilliant. But if you can let yourself out, uh, yeah. I'm sorry we couldn't give you any any tea or coffee. We've just uh, we've run out of milk. We've run yeah. out of milk. Sorry, oh, boys. Well, you know, uh, no worries, mate. Thought you boys had loads of money, innit? Well, we we, Man we City fans and all that. Well, unfortunately, this is nothing to do <laughs> with Manchester City Football Club, <laughs> mate. We're, 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 we're on skin. Yeah, we're on our ass. <laughs> I, I, listen, lads. My Uber's waiting. I'm all right. All right. <laughs> listen, <laughs> if you could give Chappie a lift to the nearest bus station yeah. that would be great yeah, no worries, mate. thank you very Come much on, sir. nice look who it is it's none other than introduce yourself my friend hello I'm Pablo Savaleta pa- no yeah 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 uh, Pablo you must be very tired having driven up from London Um, not very tired at the moment Pablo you're you're an absolute city legend I love you to bits right everyone loves you how much do you think about city and what are your thoughts nice, on nice, city nice, for the- nice Pablo so sorry to do this but we've run out of time I'm going to have to stop you there my friend oh um, sorry, so sorry. A massive thanks to all our guests who have been on the show today. Um, without you, we couldn't make the show. And don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us. Yeah, you can do on Twitter and Insta, at City Sausage. Thanks so much for subscribing and downloading the podcast, as always. We'd love you to write a review and rate us. Thank you, everybody. S- superb. And before we go, uh, a little something for you, mate. You thought I'd forgot, but I've not. There you go. Happy birthday, Mike. Oh, nice. I really thought you'd forgotten. Thank you very much indeed. There you go. Head and shoulder shampoo. There you go, mate. Thought you might need it. I'm bald. All right, then. Give it here. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. <sighs> Do for our shower, that. Right, ending the show today is an exclusive for the City Sausage podcast. Explain, Nigel. It's Mr. Guitartha, Mr. Paul Hand, playing out the podcast for us today. Say goodbye, Nigel. Goodbye, Nigel. Yeah, it's a new season. Always good to be back. We get the party started down at West Ham Cause we're sitting And we travel home and away And we put the record straight Beating Klopp's team down at Wembley Pep's brought in Rodri from Atletico And maybe the replacement for Fernandinho Oh, City Throughout the squad there's class <laughs> Where at Man United They're giving Phil Jones an extension To his contract Blue shirts full Manchester full of pride But now the pussycat of Cuba now don't Nike Last season, well, we were formidable Now it's inconceivable Not to have Vinny as our captain I could cry Well, it's the next chapter, one day he'll be back We go on supporting, getting behind the lads Cos we're sitting, that's what us blue boys do And girls, not sexist Get the party started, and pipe down Liverpool Yeah, and Man United too do you know why? Cause you signed Phil Jones, we signed Conor Guerrero. Burning Sausages, sponsored the city. Burning Sausages, the sponsors of the City Sausage podcast. Sorry. Burning Sausages, sponsors. It's Burning Sausages, the sponsors of the City Sausage podcast. City Sausage, Burning Podcast. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Manchester City Football Club would like to put on record that it has nothing to do with these two idiots and are in no way associated with the City Sausage Podcast. City Sausage Podcast. Follow us at City Sausage on Twitter and Insta.